Hey, it's Paul Purnell here from the RPG Empire. So I have a couple of quick announcements, really quick, hopefully. Uh, first of all, we absolutely adore you. We think you are amazing, and we really are so thankful that you listen to our podcast and that you're a part of our community. And that said, we want to invite you to our uh, Discord server where you can communicate with us. You can ask questions about the stories. You can submit your own fan art and we can all go like, oh my God, I can't believe they made it look so cool or whatever we say. And then also uh, you can, you know, ask questions about running games and how that all works. So definitely hop on over there and join the community more uh, actively. We would love to have you. Um, also, the best thing you can do to support the RPG Empire, besides sending us fat stacks of cash, which we'll always accept, you know, envelopes, you can just address it right to me, um, <laughs> is uh, if you tell a friend. So 100% the best way for a podcast to grow is for people to hear about it from people they trust like you. So I know you have at least one friend. And tomorrow, I want you to go and tell them about this podcast that you're listening to right now that you love so that we can continue to grow and uh, and just really grow as a community. So that's your mission. Uh, and the final last thing to, to just request and say is if you want to support the RPG Empire with actual dollars, the best way you can do that right now is to buy our book, The Dust World RPG PBTA Quick Start Guide. It's five bucks. It's in our uh, shop on therpgempire.com. It's a super light read. It's 30 pages of fantastic layout, great art, and it teaches you everything you need to know to play a Powered by the Apocalypse game if you've never done that. Uh, maybe not everything you know. It It's brief. It's a quick start guide. But uh, it also comes with the playbooks and all the reference sheets. So we would love for you to do that and then hop in the Discord and tell us what, what you like about it, what you don't like about it. We're going to continue to uh, work on that until it's completely done. It should be around 300 pages, include a bunch of awesome manga art because we're really inspired by manga and anime. And uh, that's about it. So uh, those three things, again, were join the Discord to tell a friend, or buy the Dust World book, or do all three. We really appreciate that you listen to the podcast and that you're part of our community, and we can't wait to talk to you more in the Discord. So with all of that said, I'm going to let you get back to the show. Have a good day. Last time on Strangers in the Pines. You give me, I don't know, two hours in control, and you can go back and relax. I, when you come back, the information you seek will be there. Two hours in control of what? You. It's going to be, it's going to be okay. I'll find, I'll find her. I'll find her. I'll find you, Biggs. I'll find mom. Oh, God. I wish you were, were here, dad. This is, this is so hard. Um, guys. Uh, you're going to want to come see this. Danny? Right, a guest. And while I am not a druid, I talked with Danny and here's the information that he was seeking. The deal was for this particular time I've come around to just give you the information around this symbol. If you can convince Danny to let me out again, I might be more willing to share a few more things. What did I miss? Hello, I'm Radagast. 
Oh boy. 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 Ah, oh, Agent. Welcome to Pineforge, the small, quaint town. Well, at least it was before the cataclysm. October 10th, 1996. All of Bell Mountain imploded. Some supernatural or extra-natural force destroyed half of the town, and now we have a unsanctioned militant group, the Stygians, sweeping the city, taking citizens can't go on like this. We need to get eyes on these anomalous teenagers we've been tracking. So far, we've only found the dead body of the heir of the Woodmore estate, and it was grisly. But you know what? I think those kids are still out there. I think they're trying to solve the mysteries of Pineforge and find out what's happening with these strangers in the pines. Danny. Your dad had just taken you out and just kind of had you guys walking around your safe space. And um, it's been good, but it's a little bit awkward because this is like the first time you guys have had a super extended amount of interaction. He goes, you know, Danny, I've had I've had a theory for a little bit about this place and what it is if you could indulge me for a second can you imagine a house here he does uh roll weird to a nine a nine you imagine a house and it's super cartoony. Yeah, that's exactly what happens. It's like you imagine like a square box, triangle roof, one window, and like a door. And that's and a exa- chimney. There's a chimney, but there's a lot of smoke coming out of it. There is a problematic amount of smoke coming out of the chimney. Yeah, it's just like one giant black fog cloud of smoke. There's no interruptions or anything. Uh, your dad's like, that's... Nah, that makes sense. Oh, okay. I can try again. No, 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 no. This is fine. I haven't been sure what this place is. I thought maybe when I first got here, heaven or hell or whatever in between there might be. And once you came here while I was here and your power merged, I thought maybe a dimension or something but I think we're in your mind oh okay I I don't know where this is it's just somewhere that I like to go when when I get I get very stressed out and and confused so I like to come here because everything is all lined up, but everything is different too, which is nice because I like it when things are different because they're interesting, but I don't like them to be too different or too, too disorganized. Oh, I know who you got that from. Oh goodness. I, 
I, my, your mother, whenever she would, uh, whenever we were doing geological surveys, every time I had a system for the tools and every time that's finally what prompted me to like talk to her more. She would, she would leave the tools in, in different spots and it drove me crazy. Oh, did it drive me crazy? Um, yeah, sometimes she'll, she'll, she'll put this, the silverware away in a way that makes me feel very anxious and I've never told her about it because it's technically her silverware and, and I just get to use it, but maybe I should tell her. I think, I think you, you should daddy, your mom, you know, your mom, she is a wonderful, sweet person. And <sighs> even if it's the little things, she always goes out of her way to try and make things better. He seems a little nostalgic, kind of. He's not looking at you. He's more kind of like looking into the trees. And you've seen this look on, on adults before of like the, the reminiscing. Yes, I miss her. And, and I, I can tell that she misses you too. And if if you could come back into the into the real world, and not just in my mind, then I think that would make me and her happy. It would definitely make me happy, and I'm pretty sure it would make her happy too. So, do you think that you'll be ever be able to to be real again? I, I don't. I hope so, Danny. I won't lie. Me too. And, I won't lie and, and and say that I. 100% know that I will be because I don't but I I hope so and I I'm, want that to happen <sighs> I'm amazed she didn't at least start seeing someone else I feel I hope she isn't sad I'm I don't life is complex Danny <laughs> uh Boy, boy, howdy is life complex, but that's what makes it great. Yes, it can be it can, it can be tricky. So. Since I actually have some time to talk to you. How how are you doing? What like what grade are you in? So we cut out and we leave Danny to bond with his dad. And we cut back to Lucas. Yeah, you're looking at Danny. And now on top of his head are a massive thing of weird, weird deer antlers. Look funky. Everyone's kind of crowded around Danny. So this is new, right? Like uh, you guys haven't been all grown horns when when I'm like in the bathroom or something, right? No, I, I'm I apologize. Uh what the fuck? Oh, hello. I am Fredegast. He might not uh, know what that means, Dan. Uh, Lucas. But, huh? Whose voice is that? I'm. Should I, should I be worried? I'm Why is nobody Fredegast. weirded out about this? <sighs> we we did a little thing earlier. I'm. I'm borrowing Danny for a little bit. Everything's okay. It's good to meet you. And he, he sticks a hand out. Uh, I promise I don't bite too hard. 
Okay. Lucas will kind of timidly shake his hand, but is feeling really like on edge about this. Okay. Uh, cool. So you're driving Danny's body. Where's Danny? That's hard to explain. He's fine. He's where I was. And that is a bit of a confusing place within itself. Um, Where did you come? Did we already do this? Did you guys already do this? Yeah. um, Yes, we've had this conversation. Don't worry. I will be here for an hour and uh, 17 minutes now. Um, I have... I made a deal with Danny. I got his buddy for two hours. I can't do anything illegal and no harm. So uh, I am coming with you all to go attend to this renegade druid. Okay. Well, that's kind of crazy. Um, Mr. Woodmore, you're you're down with you're down with this? Um, I don't see any thing we can do about it at the moment he hasn't been aggressive he hasn't attacked anything out of most entities he's been rather pleasant ah well thank you i pride myself on my etiquette he's pretty helpful we only have him for an hour you ready Uh, to get out there lucas and try and we're going to try and negotiate this don't i know you have access to guns now don't let it go to your head. And- oh, oh! I tried the guns, and it was laughable. Just, just ask Mister W. I, Good. I, I, I mean, I'm I glad. Give yourself that little credit, um, Lucas. Okay. But maybe it wasn't that bad, but I mean, I need some more training before I go shooting people. So I'll stick with just, you know, pulling bone spikes out of my spinal cord and smashing. It, you could also not do that. Or, or am I the only one who gets yelled at here for being reckless, huh? And I kind of dart Liz a look. Well, kind of smirking to show I'm joking. Uh, she kind of like she looks at you and gives you kind of like a, a smoldering look. But it is also be like the sarcastic smoldering. She doesn't mean it. OK, cool. So what do we do? We hop in the, the super uber mobile. Uh, yes, we should. In fact, give me a moment. Or me and Danny can fly there and Dottie can ride a giant rabbit or something. <laughs> I'm I'm a little sick of rabbits at the moment. I think I'll stick with you guys. Okay. Just for reasons. No reason at all. And uh, Miguel shows back up. He comes downstairs, uh, looks at Danny and goes, Ah, like the new do, man. All right, one. You got the gun? Uh, Radigast is like, do what is do? Uh, good luck. We we have an hour with Ray the guest here. Thank you. Um, make what most of it you can. Just be careful. Don't be afraid to come back here. We're in, we're in no rush, and we need we need you more than we need this this thing gone. So did we get any actual like intel while I was in there? Training? I like dude bunny quotes. I'm well versed in druidic rituals, culture, history, and I'm 
part of the deal. This symbol, I can dispel it for you. What? Well, hot damn. Let's do this thing then. Yeah, what I was saying. All right, so you guys head out and you guys hop in the... I think Lucas comic comically kind of like pushes Radagast like from behind, like towards the car. Don't oh, worry, this um, is a car. Just get it, inside. <laughs> it, excuse me. Um. Oh, this is fascinating. And uh, you actually like do have to like push him into the car as he like pulls out that flaming book that uh, Dottie saw and is like writing things in it, furiously like sketching the car. And uh, he gets inside and you guys are driving and he's like bending over, like looking at the speedometer and he like full puppy dog eyes taking in everything. Fascinating. Oh, I've. So Radagast, uh, where are you from? (laughs) I am from a celestial body many, 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 many light years away. And... Uh me Wait, like, and like another from planet? another dimension. So cool, cool, cool. I'm from uh, San Bernardino. It's a little bit south uh, in a cooler state called California. Uh, highly debatable assertion. <laughs> no, uh, nobody debates this. California. Do you, do, uh, yes, actually, um, do you guys if you look this? at real estate, uh, Oregon and Seattle in the Pacific Northwest is the new place to move. Uh, and people are fleeing California. Yeah, Is that's what. Okay, sure. The Spanish have made it to this continent. Oh yeah, a long time ago, they landed in a little tiny town in Florida. Uh, it was named after like fields of flowers. The tiny town was called uh, what was it? Saint Augustine, and it was like the oldest uh, settlement in in America from like a colonial sort of colonist kind of standpoint like 1400s or something um i remember some some expeditions thought of but nothing had been executed before i'd gone at least to my knowledge but i had been deep within the forests of the northwest or of the continent i guess we're still on now um investigating well, not investigating as much as being summoned to the volcano. Huh? So they can summon you? What are you? you so you're, you're an alien from another planet from the other dimension we came from. Were you like one of the burning faces, the crazy like giant demon head things? <laughs> That is my, yes, yes, I was one of those ginormous demonic heads. I don't, I am not a demon, the, uh, I, not me specifically, but a lot of my kind that came here were portrayed as such, and I will not lie about my disgruntlement at such nomenclature are there like the opposite of you like if you're like you know demonic looking fire guys are there like really sexy cool angel-y type peoples uh in my experience well 
that that is a story for another time. <laughs> right now, <laughs> we have quite a bit to deal with on our own. A thousand-year-old druid with time to prepare living in one of the most primal forests in the world. This will be, well, exciting. And as he kind of says that, this smile on his face, uh, the real, like, kind of that realization, maybe not you and Dottie, you guys are pretty, pretty self-assured, you guys have done a lot of crazy stuff, but the other three in the car definitely get a little bit quieter as they think about what they are now going up against. And you guys, you guys drive and you get out into the, the woods, parks the car, Brady asked is amazed at the car but getting out of the woods you see this kind of serene look fall over his face as he like goes up and just like gently just touches a tree <sighs> uh, too long ha, mm. sorry I'm <laughs> it has been a long time since I have been able to do that. It seems like Radagast likes trees as much as you do, Dottie. Just don't burn them down, all right? Well, okay, okay, for real, we got to get our game faces on. Last time we were here, these trees shot acorns like bullets, so... Uh, I might be able to help this time instead of uh, uh, caring for my leg, so let's, that's let's good. do this. Let me just send out you know, a scouting party and I, I hold my hands up and all of my fingers turn into like little hummingbirds and like fly off into the woods. Ooh, I did not know there were other enchanters here. Fantastic. Ooh, enchanter. That sounds kind of dope. Maybe that should be my new name. Enchanter. I don't know. It sounds better than bone daddy. Uh, no, no well, offense, nobody called Miguel. you that either. Oh, Miguel called me Bone Daddy. You might you might oh. have missed that. We were all hanging out, you know, when whatever you were doing. I'm Hurt Lucas. Bone Daddy is a great moniker, and <laughs> I wish I had it. Hey, man, Super Duper is also always awesome in, in my mind. But, you know, if we can find something that aligns more with, like, me as a person and i imagine as we're having this conversation everybody else is just like walking ahead yeah you guys are walking no i'm kind of like staring at him actually it's like <laughs> okay how about california dreaming because you can't shut up about california Ooh, that's a good one could call me cali nah well it is that one kind of isn't cali like the name of like a god of war or something uh, goddess and also um Kali is yes. more accurate pronunciation, but not inaccurate. Uh, it, California it's, means it's furnace, like which is Cal kind of what California is. It's just yeah. one huge furnace. Interesting, interesting. Makes you uh, think. we should probably, you know, get to the part where we introduce our our million year old friend to this thousand year old friend or something, right? Oh, don't worry. I am very prepared for that. And uh, you guys continue on and you're bantering and you get to that line of trees. And as like you watch as they start to animate and anyone that fought them before, um, I assumed will be getting ready to be defensive. OK, so as we're approaching, 
uh, I think Lucas will be like, okay, so how do you dispel these things? Are you going to like burn them with fire or do you know like some sort of anti-magical thing or uh, what are we talking? Do I need to like put up a shield around you? No, it'll take me a moment. Do we need to be worried about Danny's body? Like what if they shoot acorns at a, a 70 miles an hour or whatever? I'm not going to let this vessel get harmed in any way. Okay. Um, can you, can you show me like some sort of proof? You know, this is my, my best bud here. You watch as, uh, Redias puts his hand out and the air in front of him starts to shimmer and he turns and this sort of like, like, I'm at like a five by five square of this shimmering air is sitting in front of you goes, hit it as hard as you can. Okay. I just take some rocks and throw it at it. The rocks hit this wave of shimmering air and they melt like they hit it and slow and just melt. And they almost they actually get stuck in this wall of air, shimmering air, um, as he then uh, makes a motion with his hand and the wall goes away. And these two molten, these molten rocks hit the ground and. Hold on, wait, cool. if I had punched that, would my hand have, like, melted? Humans humans melt, bro, you know that, right? I, that is, I apologize, I wasn't thinking. And we're going to cut to Danny for a second. Um, <laughs> oh, God, <laughs> okay. Danny, you guys are walking back, and um, you feel strange. You start to feel warm, and uh, you guys... Um, get back into that clearing with the pool and you see once again that that pool is starting to lower and your dad looks at you and is like uh what oh Radigast huh what was the what was the deal you made with him I he said he could help and so I let him help for but he asked for two hours, but I made sure that he wouldn't do anything harmful or illegal. Keep, keep your guard up around him. He reminds me of a scientist. And when I guess with, with us, we're kind of bound by being human, but we know what happens when humans do too much with science. Be very careful around him. Yes, like the atomic bomb all came came from science and it came from science where they didn't think that it was going to be used for 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 a bomb, but then then they use it for a bomb. And that made a lot of the scientists upset. Exactly. So is he the bomb or is he the scientist? I don't understand. That's the bad thing, Danny. He's the scientist and you're the bomb. And with that, well, we cut back and you guys have reached the trees. You watch Radigas like unafraid, like walk up, raise his hand and make this burning symbol in the air. Um, and he speaks in a language that none of you understand except for Dottie and you hear it and you know, it's not, not English and it doesn't 
sound like any language you've ever heard, but you know what it means. And it is a command. Rest. Stop. You will stop. And you watch as these symbols kind of burn out on these trees and uh, they stop moving as uh, he walks through them and towards the now visible hedge line. And you see your hummingbirds kind of like flitting around in the clearing. Okay, this is as far as I got last time, guys. When I tried to go through the hedge, something happened. I couldn't see what my crow was seeing anymore. Wow. I look at Radagast and it's like, I I do want to be clear. I want to negotiate with this druid. I believe we can negotiate him into peace. I, I to to be completely honest, I do not care. Um, you can do whatever you you wish. I will. Um, just be here. I got you past the trees, which was more than I bargained for. Would you please allow me to spend the rest of my time in the woods? Mm. Uh, I I guess. You don't think we're going to need you? I think, didn't we want you to come along so that you could talk with this guy? I have... You wanted us to negotiate with Danny for you to come out more? I hate... I... Hmm. Hmm. I'm doing exactly what the Coughlins are doing, aren't I? You can do whatever you would like, Radagast. Thank you. I... We'll bring your friend back, safe and sound. Don't worry. <sighs> Roll me a charm check. Oh, <laughs> God, a two. As expected. <laughs> That's a big uh, one. I am, no. Lucas, That's a- so Lucas is like so charming the way I play him, but mechanically he is the worst at charm. He is minus one. So, uh, Radagast, I know you've been like trapped in, you know, whatever for millenniums or whatever, but what, how about you just put that on pause and let Danny come out so we can handle this druid guy, right? Cause I mean, you can just get that time anytime. Like Danny's going to live like 45, you know, more years or something. So you got, you got plenty of time, right? Maybe next time, Lucas, I'm, that was not part of the deal I made this time and so I have been even generous now, but I'll give you this. And he takes a second and raises his fist and this humanoid body um, made of magma emerges from the ground. Um, and Danny, you're in the middle of conversation with your dad and then you're back and you're in a whole new place you're in the forest now which is weird and you look around and you see yourself but you have these massive strange deer antlers other than that you feel pretty normal um and everyone else you watch is like this magma golem what is very like indistinct and mannequin-esque suddenly like starts looking like it's carved and then like a marble statue made of um, molten rock. Danny stands there. 
Uh, it looks well. It looks like Danny at least. What are you? What are you doing now that you're back? And you're looking at yourself, which is also weird. So he tries to talk, and all that comes out is like uh, uh, ash, smoke, and ash, and and cinder. And you see him kind of like freak out for a second. Like he starts, you know, rub it, you know, uh, crosses his arms in front of him, starts rubbing his his own like arms and shoulders. Um, and then Lucas, uh, you hear in your head uh, via telepathy, Lucas, I can't speak. I can't speak with my mouth. Can you hear me, Dottie? Oh, uh, yeah, I can hear you, Danny. You're currently some sort of magma golem. You got a sweet chiseled chin, though, looking looking sharp. I don't understand how my chin would would be important in this situation, but I guess that's good. I, I Radagast said he'd give me control after two hours, but it hasn't been two hours. But he's this is. I was hanging out with my dad, and in your mind, you hear. I haven't given you control back. I found a way to compromise. Maybe give. This wasn't part of the deal. Okay, so we're here. Here, let me let me catch you up. We are trying to meet with the druid person. Uh, Radagast knew how to disarm the tree golems or whatever, and I was thinking you probably want to be a part of that. But I mean, if not, I suppose you could just keep doing whatever you were doing before. I was I was spending time with my dad in the quiet place, but that whole sentence is going to need a lot of explanation, probably at a later time. Okay. Well, well, wait a second. I mean, Danny, on the one hand, a compromise sounds pretty good, but I mean... I want to make sure that you're in control and Radagast is in control. Does that make sense? When my time is up, I'll come back here. The uh, vessel I have made for your friend will crumble and he will be returned to this vessel. And I will go back. Um, I'll send one of my hummingbirds with you just so we know where you are. Fair enough. I think this works. Right? I'm here. I'm here and and I have I have Radagast's word that I that when the two hours is up, which really is in like three minutes, it seems like, but it, it's okay. Uh, let's go. Let's go. I want to I want to figure this out and I want to help because the sooner we do that, the sooner we I can see my mom. I think I don't know. Yes, um, it has been delightful meeting you all. I'm. I hope to be returning, but that really depends on Danny over here. Um, either way, Avita's in, and uh, you watch as he walks into the woods with a little hummingbird kind of floating next to him. Liz looks to everyone and goes. That's weird, right? Like, that's... Ugh. You guys are... You guys are freaking weird. Like, because there's some... Weird. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wait till I, I tell mean, you my origin story. You think that's weird. 
Eh. Golem Danny turns towards Liz and goes. <laughs> and in 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 Danny's mind here. Danny, I we can do telepathy too. Oh, I didn't realize. It's okay. Don't worry about it. Please stay out of sight of people. <laughs> what I said was But you're kind of weird too. Yeah, yeah, I throw fireballs. Your body just took a hike. I don't. Mm, sorry, I took a literal hike. That yeah. was a good one, Liz. Like, literally, is taking a hike right now. Mm-hmm. Hey, hold so. on, let me check. Yep, he's still just he's walking around. Up, oh, he's got his notebook out. Yeah, he's drawing pine cones. Yep. And Miguel kind of like looks at you guys and goes, "We can do more with that later. Right now, I think it's time we." Went over, went over the hedge. Oh, uh, and uh, you watch as Miguel kind of walks up and puts his hand through and it's like. Uh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Hey, hey. Made of normal meat, man. Why don't you back up and let the invincible Lucas go first? Because just in case it turns into like spikes or something. I don't want you to. Die um, or you could let the actual druid go talk to the druid. First, Miguel kind of walks past you guys and just sticks his arm into the shoulder and Liz is like, wait, Miguel. He's just like, he looks at everyone and then just like motions for people to follow through. He goes, oh, guys, it's fine. Uh, Pulls out his arm. It's fine. That didn't seem very safe. And you were calling us risky, Liz? Like this guy? Are you Are you kidding me? Well, let's not let's not get too harsh on Miguel. He is kind of our drive. But also, Miguel, let the actual druid deal with the druids. All right. Also, you could get yourself hurt. Then, you could. Man, I've got a I've got a I've got a four hour like movie marathon to get to. I like you guys are great. You know, you kids are good. And like sometimes these guys need to just shut up and do the thing. Like I, you guys are cool, but you do nothing but bicker all the time. Okay, let me do my thing, though. Yeah, yeah, I'm. Yeah, I don't need the thirty minutes of of commentary. And okay, then, let's and then go. he walks, and he loves. He walks inside, probably followed quickly by angry Dottie. Yeah. What on earth? I think we all just go in, like, kind of shrug and like walk. I follow him. Danny, Danny holds back a little bit, just kind of looking, looking back at the woods uh, where Radagast took off with his body, you know, as far as he knows. And he just he has kind of a blank expression on his face as uh, he slowly steps back into the hedge. You all emerge from the hedge and a wave of warm steamy heat hits you all and as you get your bearings and look around you're greeted by the largest most beautiful hot spring you've ever seen emerald pools the size of swimming pools cascading just for as far as you can see and you see this androgynous figure sort of wrapped in this white linen cloth with this flowing green hair that you realize quickly is very very small lines that walks over and 
gives you a large, friendly smile and says, Hello. Welcome to the Oasis. Oasis. Well, that's it for this episode of Strangers in the Pines. Don't forget to check us out on social media at the RPG Empire. Have an awesome day and play on.